ಓಮ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಚಿರಂಧ್ಯಾನಂಜನ ಶಲಾಕ ಚಕ್ಷುಣಿಲಿತೀಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ Maharaj, it is said that there are four qualities which are unique to Lord Krishna mm-hmm. and then there is a gradation that is given for several categories of the tattvas. So, what do you mean? Maharaj, it is said that Lord Krishna... What Lord, do you mean the gradation given for several categories of the tattvas? I didn't understand uh, For example, that. Maharaj, it is said that the Rudra tattva can have up to 55 qualities. Mm-hmm. The Jiva tattva can have up to 50 qualities like that yeah, it yeah, is mentioned. Yeah. So, Maharaj, the, uh, the four qualities that distinguish uh, and the sweetness that you talked about, are uh, these four qualities related all to the sweetness of Lord Krishna, the four qualities that distinguish Lord Krishna from all other avatar, all other forms? Well, what are they? There's Venu Madhurya, he's flute playing. There's Prima Madhurya. Yeah, they're all called Madhuri. Prema Madhur means the uh, exchanges of love with his wonderful devotees. Rupa Madhurya, his form is particularly sweet more than any other form of the Lord. And his uh, Leela Madhuri, or his extraordinary... Yes, so it's all sweet, more sweet. specific sweetness is not found in any other form of the Lord. Hmm. Maharaj, whenever one has to distinguish and explain how Lord Krishna is the supermost, uh, people ask what is the distinction and then we try to give these four qualities. Mm-hmm. And then Maharaj, uh, people say that, uh, for example, this is uh, the Venu Madhurya Maharaj, mm-hmm. the flutes. Mm-hmm. So, how, how does one explain something like this, Maharaj? The this is not for ordinary people. Most people, they have to appreciate how great is God. First of all, they should appreciate that. This is a very high topic, discussing the, the, quality, the personal qualities of Him. First of all, we should understand there is a God, we are subordinate to Him, we are controlled by Him, whether we, whether we like it or not, therefore we should submit to Him. And that He is a person. When people can accept this, then what are the, after some time, then we should start to become interested in what are the qualities of that person. But first of all, we should understand the principle that He is a person. Otherwise, it may seem, these discussions of the qualities may seem to persons without any faith as phantasmagoria. <laughs> so this, this discussion, this is not the kind of thing we're going to discuss in a public group who don't have uh, any appreciation of Krishna. This Bhaktira Samrita Sindhu is meant particularly for persons whose Faith in Krishna is already somewhat awakened and developed. Yes. Maharaj, but uh, the Indians mostly, because of the belief in several gods, in the mm-hmm. matter of preaching, typically the question comes between Lord Shiva and... But then we, we, uh, we refer to who is supreme, we refer to the Shastra. 
what is the evidence of Shastra? Particularly Bhagavad Gita, Aham Sarvasya Prabhavo, Vatas Sarvam Prabhavate. I am the source of everything, everything comes from him. Vatap Parataram Nanyat Kintirasti. No one is greater than me, even slightly. This is too subtle for gross people to appreciate, this description of Krishna's qualities. Gross people, they, they understand power and force. So, who is the most powerful they need to understand? In, uh, in the purport of 10.8, chapter 10, 10 and 8. verse 8 yeah. of Bhagavad Gita. Yeah. In that purport it was told, the patriarch, Shiva and others are created by me, though they do not know that they are created by me because they are deluded by my illusionary energy. So, and it was quoted with the reference. So, this means Shiva himself doesn't know that he is created by Krishna. He is a... Uh, when is referring to Shiva? It's stated that he doesn't know that he is created by me. Now, many statements in Shastra, they have to be understood contextually. Lord Shiva is a devotee of Krishna. But there are also the expansions of the Rudras who... They are not the original form of Lord Shiva. They are imbued with his potency to some extent. They may be jivas. Also, uh, even though Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva are great devotees, generally Brahma is a devotee, the, the fact that they have some lordship may lead them to sometimes forget to some extent that they are subordinate to Krishna. They may have some sense of being an independent God. That may sometimes bewilder them. This uh, incident described in Bhagavatam of Mohini Murti is... that's there because... Why is the what, what do we learn from this? That Lord Shiva wanted to see that beautiful form, and he thought that he wouldn't be bewildered in the same way that the demons were bewildered, but he was, which which goes to show that he's always subordinate to the power of Lord Vishnu, even if he thinks that inherently he is beyond that, the, the uh, bewildering potency. So we should be very careful when we discuss these things, because we don't start thinking that Lord Brahman and Shiva are just bewildered persons. But the fact is that 
everyone is to some extent or other bewildered by the potency of Lord Vishnu. Either Yoga Maya or Mahamaya. Mother Yashoda also does. She's the topmost devotee. Or she's certainly on the very topmost platform. But she also doesn't realize that she's, Krishna is the source of her. She's bewildered. Not bewildered in the way that we are bewildered. She's bewildered by love for Krishna. And we are bewildered by lack of love for Krishna. But either way, uh, that Krishna is the source of everything is not understood. Krishna's potency is bewildering. Do you have a question? Yes. What's your question? So this tilak means the two legs of Krishna in our forehead. So why does Two Krishna feet, two feet. You should say the feet, yeah. So why That's called Urdhvapundra. We have to put it on like this, going from bottom to top, not from top to bottom. Where's your tilak? Any? Yeah, that, in other words, that symbolizes that we have the feet of our Lord on, on, on our head. That means expressing our subordination to Him. It declares, I am Krishna Das. So why should Krishna put there? We see in every photo that even Krishna is putting there. Well, Krishna also thinks that his feet are something very uh, wonderful. That's why we see the, sometimes the picture of baby Krishna sucking his toe. <laughs> because he's thinking, he thinks that, well, all the devotees are very interested in my feet. They think they're very sweet. So let me try and find out how sweet it is. Must be, must be very good. Krishna also sets an example for us. Anything else? She's a little hesitant to ask. The next part of her question is, uh, why doesn't Srimati Radharani's Vigraha uh, normally have the Tilak Park on her head? Well, traditionally women, they don't have, they don't wear anything except the Bindi and the Sindhur. So Radharani also doesn't. She, she can't show openly that she's a devotee of Krishna. Pictures. Uh, when it was really put on the written form, and uh, when was it written down? That was written at the beginning of Kali Yuga. Otherwise, it's, it was in oral tradition. So, any master copy, any uh, uh, place master copy means uh, how to say it it's handed down generation after generation. Copies are made. What is authentic? That will be ascertained by the Acharyas. But generally it's, it's all the same. Just like Bhagavad Gita, we don't find different versions of Bhagavad Gita. There may be some slight differences in some different recensions of 
Mahabharata and Srimad Bhagavatam, that can lead to controversy. That's why we, we accept the scriptures through the Acharyas and the explanation of the scriptures. The common script nowadays, no, there were other scripts previously. Brahmi script and some other one called Koshti or something. Prakrita is, that means uh, languages that are derived from Sanskrit. Rough languages. If we could say that uh, modern languages like Hindi and Marathi, they're all they're developed from Prakrita. Pra- I mean, just the rough language of common people who are not very civilized, who don't know Sanskrit. Not very cultured, not very educated. People think in the modern age, they think to be educated means to know English. But education in traditional culture means Sanskrit. Well, Arjuna is uh, the, what was taught to Arjuna is in every sampradaya. They all accept Bhagavad Gita. No, he gave this knowledge to Brahma also. Tene Brahma Hridaya Adi Kaviya. He gave this knowledge at the beginning of creation to Lord Brahma. Not exactly in that form of Bhagavad Gita, but uh, all the knowledge, all the Vedic knowledge was given to Brahma, of which the summary or the, the essence is there in Bhagavad Gita. When Krishna spoke Bhagavad Gita, he didn't speak anything new. He gave the essence of all knowledge. In Bhagavad Gita. But it wasn't like he invented something or something that had never been heard of before. Mm. I want to ask something outside today's text. Yeah, well, there are already quite a few questions like that. (laughs) Maharaj, in terms of accepting a guru, Mm -hmm. uh, Maharaj, what references can we see in order to determine what are the qualities of a guru besides Guru Vashtakam? Well, Guru Vashtakam, that you also, that's... uh, That's not the criteria by which we accept someone. These, the, someone might be crying and falling on the ground, as it's described, but they may be a complete cheater just making a show. And how can you tell whether someone's actually desiring to, or is serving in their mind the, the divine couple? So the, the basic characteristics are those which are ascertainable. You, you may say, well, we should have someone who's a premi bhakta and this and that, but but then a, a premi bhakta, they, they don't show. It's not a big show. If someone is making a big show, you'd probably better run away. 
because they're interested in others praising them. We don't find the, the great devotees like Srila Prabhupada, they, they, they made a big show of their internal ecstasy. They, they kept it internal. <coughs> the the uh, two main symptoms are given. Shrotriyang Brahmanishtam. That they should they should have heard in a parampara and they should be fixed in the absolute truth. These are the two main characteristics which are given. The terms are given Shrotriyam Brahmanishtam which are also described a little more elaborately as Shabde Pareja Nishna Tamramanyu Pashamashraya which means the same thing. It means he should be fully uh, immersed in spiritual knowledge that is heard. That means heard from a guru. It's in Parampara. And <clears throat> has fully taken shelter of the Supreme through the Parampara system. Or Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Jai Krishna Tattva Veta Shri Guru Hoi. One who knows the science of Krishna consciousness is qualified to be a guru. So these are the references that Srila Prabhupada cited. Mostly. He also often quoted, Jare Deko Tarikaha Krishna Upadesh Amaragya Guru Hoya Tara Aidesh. One who is preaching Krishna Upadesh, by that they they automatically become a guru. Guru means one who teaches. And how do they teach? And again, the uh, Prabhupada would often quote this uh, without giving the Sanskrit. I'll give the Sanskrit. Archinoti Ashastrani. Acharya Sthapyati Api Swayam Acharate Yasmat Acharya Stenakirtita Srila Prabhupada often quote this very simply as an Acharya is one who teaches by his personal example. So it means he, he knows what's in the scripture and he personally lives that and teaches by his example. Is that Simple criteria. Don't make it very complex. Mm. Yeah, any other question? So what are the things for us, like uh, before? For us, uh, you just find who's... Make it very simple. Just find who's faithfully following Srila Prabhupada and, and transmitting that. What are like, uh, that's That's for those who have come to... It's gone through the system and guidance and books given by Srila Prabhupada. Just find, find who's following Srila Prabhupada and repeating that. That's all. Maharaj, uh, telling about the Lord or teaching the Prabhupada's uh, mission, like uh, in that, 
before that we should be perfect in our uh, then only we can talk uh, about the law to others so it means first we wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute this uh, this contention or this idea was brought to Srila Prabhupada that first of all you have to become perfect then you speak and then Prabhupada said well then you'll never be perfect how are you going to become perfect perfection means to speak about Krishna if you don't speak about Krishna then how are you going to be perfect well, who's going to judge what is perfection who will say what is perfection If one is perfectly following his spiritual master, the follower is fit to become a leader. What we are talking to others, that much we are following. Yeah. Yeah, of course one should follow. It's not that one should teach others, don't eat meat, and you yourself eat meat. It shouldn't be a hypocrite. You should follow and preach. Yeah. Manaj, we were, we are told, even Srila Prabhupada says in various lectures, that uh, initiation is a very serious matter and one should carefully apply oneself uh, to finding out who to accept as a spiritual master. Now, mm-hmm. the issue comes, Maharaj, that for this, according to Bhagavad Gita, one should serve the person and then, in a service, sincerely ask him questions. Uh, and such opportunities are very far and few between, Maharaj, where one can serve somebody and at the same time determine whether that person is you know one can accept um, opportunities are few and far between well service doesn't just mean to cook some sabji there are other things there are other things you can do also just like uh, people often ask me how how can they serve me well I, I don't need you know 50 people cooking chapatis and 200 people cleaning the room one would be good but uh, personal service in, in those terms that's always going to be limited but the uh, service that one can do to assist the spiritual master in his service to his spiritual master that is unlimited just that people often, often ask me how can I say well the first thing will follow the basic things first of all is what I tell everyone you know? we're asking for some special service all service is special if you do all those if you chant nicely 16 rounds and study Prabhupada's books, people ask for special service. That's special. Don't think it's not special. If you want anything more, then I can distribute Srila Prabhupada's books. That might be a little difficult in this country also. But one can, after getting some basic knowledge of what's there, one can help in the preaching mission also. Otherwise, what do you think? That the service to the spiritual master means, you know, like I say, 50 people cooking chapatis. What does it mean? It means to, uh, the best service is to become purified and help others come to Krishna consciousness. Yes. So you can do that. Yes. And you don't have to be... Uh, within the, the vision of the spiritual master all the time to do that. It's not that you have to look at him and he has to look at you. 
It's not necessary to do that all the time. Opportunities for asking questions, they may be somewhat limited in your situation. Of course, with modern technology, that's possible from any time, anywhere, any place. But then there are also, just like there, there can't be 50 people cooking chapatis for one spiritual master, there also he also can deal with a certain volume of questions. So that may be done through senior disciples also. This is what Srila Prabhupada did. It's just practical. If you want to preach Krishna consciousness very widely, and that may necessi- necessitate accepting many disciples, because one, uh, or a serious disciple, they become a disciple by hearing. What is, is, is the message coming through? Does it, does it uh, affect me? Does it purify? Does it, do I, I feel that by following the message as it's presented here, I will be benefited in the ultimate sense? So the opportunity to hear is there. And then those who have heard, the senior disciples, they assist the spiritual master by uh, overseeing the younger disciples. Of course, in our ISKCON movement, we have a unique situation in which there are disciples of different gurus, at least theoretically, living together and cooperating together in the service of Srila Prabhupada. So, like that, those who are more senior, they, they help the junior. And uh, you can listen to the lectures also. That's how my connection came to Srila Prabhupada. When I joined ISKCON, there was no question of... I, 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 in the West, we saw Srila Prabhupada very briefly. And we'd be trained by, we were trained by his more senior disciples. But the transcendental connection is there. Maharaj, I read this in your book, uh, Jai Srila Prabhupada, where you mentioned about your interaction with uh, Srila Prabhupada. It's maybe my memories of Srila Prabhupada. Yeah, two books are confused. Yeah. Maharaj, uh, there, is, there is a specific reference or context is given that the Guru helps remove the specific anarthas that are lying in the heart of a disciple. Now, uh, of course, there's a transcendental connection, but my question was pertaining to the physical uh, contact to some degree, where the Guru can help remove the anarthas. Not physical contact, yeah, but the... Otherwise, how does the Guru understand? How does the Guru do it? Well, I'll give an example. It's not exactly to the matter of uh, physical, uh, of um, removing anarthas. Uh, Srila Prabhupada was residing in Vrindavan and commuting to Delhi, or actually spending a lot of time in Delhi for printing his books. Uh, actually, before this, he was making magazines, Back to Godhead. Then one librarian said to Srila Prabhupada, why don't you write books that will have a more lasting effect? And Srila Prabhupada said, I, I recognize that my spiritual master was speaking through this person. So one also has to be tuned in to the message. It can come through others also. 
Well, that's a pure state, isn't it? Otherwise, I could be misled into. You can, that. you can be also. Yeah, it requires sincerity and guidance. But you see, one may be in the personal association of the spiritual master and not hear him also. And he can tell you directly and you won't hear it. I know that for a fact of dealing with my disciples is that they, they, some of them, they don't want to hear what I have to tell them. They're not really disciples. Really, Real disciples are those who want to hear and follow. Some become disciples as a formality. Some become disciples so they can be recognized that they're initiated and not uh, they'll be recognized in the society of devotees as someone who's not just a beginner. There are various reasons some people accept initiation. <laughs> one should accept initiation. The, the ideal disciple is one who accepts initiation because... Like I say, they want to hear and be purified and um, and take the guidance by which they can go all the way to Krishna. <laughs> I guess it's a pressing question for for some of you who have been practicing Krishna consciousness for some time and you're feeling that maybe it's a uh, time when you should start thinking about uh, asking about initiation. You, they, sometimes they say, I want to choose a guru. It's like, but uh, you can make a decision who you want to approach for initiation, but it's not necessarily you'll be accepted. You should also consider that. It's not like, well, uh, I've been looking at you and I think you're good enough to be my guru. So, you know, you're lucky. <laughs> By the grace of God, you can have me as your disciple. <laughs> so, I don't like this idea. I don't like this uh, choosing a guru. But rather one should pray to Krishna to please guide me to someone who will bring me to you. That's <laughs> And if you pray like that, often the prayers will be answered very quickly. Mm. When as you were giving Srila Prabhupada's example for removing anarthas, I, I was not able to understand that example of how he removed anarthas. No, and I gave the example that the spiritual master may speak through someone else. So it may not be directly that you may not see the I was saying that you you think you you were saying that you have to be in direct personal association, otherwise how will the guru do it? But but by Krishna's arrangement, the guru can speak through someone else also. And I also said that you might be in the direct personal association of the spiritual mm -hmm. master not and not have the anartas removed. Familiarity breeds contempt. That's all that's one thing. Some may not want to have their anatas removed. So the first step is to pray to Krishna. One, yeah, pray, pray to Krishna, please. If, that I, I need shelter, someone who can guide me.
Prayers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Nadhanam, Najanam, Nasundarim, but by the ideal of selfless devotion that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu espouses. So this is what I want. If you want that, then Krishna will give us the opportunity to advance on the path. But even Taking shelter of a guru, it's, it's not just a one-off thing. You, you sit in a ceremony and you're initiated. But it's, an on, it's ongoing at every moment. At every moment we have to choose to surrender and accept the guidance or not. So initiation, it's... Well, Srila Prabhupada said initiation is a formality, but... In the sense that it, the, the ceremony of initiation, it, uh, yeah, it's a formality which shows our commitment to surrender at every moment. Otherwise, initiation goes on at every moment. The commitment to surrender. And sometimes we, we go up and down, but the basic commitment is there to surrender. At the same time, that formality is required because without that uh, formal surrender, our surrender may be just theoretical. It's just like sometimes people, you ask them to chant Hare Krishna, they say, well, I'm always chanting in my mind. It's like they, it's a cheating thing to say, this was very common when I was in Bangladesh. People say, no, no, I'm always chanting in my mind. Uh, they're avoiding. Uh, how can you, how can that be ascertained? You know, you have to take beads and chant. Make it solid. It's in the scriptures. Realization comes gradually. Accepting initiation is one declaration that I, I accept that I am not the body. I have to act on the spiritual platform. By serving Krishna, we act on the spiritual platform. We use the body in Krishna's service. We act on the platform of Atma. So, by serving Krishna, then we gradually come to realize that I am the servant of Krishna, which is the ultimate understanding of I am not the body. And as one becomes more and more fixed in that conception, then we become less and less attached to the body. There are many things, even the language we speak. Just like when we meet people, we say, how are you? 
immediately it's the bodily concept. So devotees don't say, how are you? Not supposed to say that. How are you means how is your body? Because among materialistic people, the body is considered the self. And the health of the body is considered the most important thing. Anyway, uh, as you're all in this, or some of you are in this stage of thinking about accepting initiation, I would request you all to do so in a in the manner described in the in the shastra. I was saying about praying, but there's also the uh, one should see the symptoms according to shastra. Because what I see among our devotees, especially among Indian devotees, it's mostly done in a kind of sentimental or fanatical way. Someone comes and says, My guru! And then, Ah, this guru is the best. And then everyone thinks, My guru is the best. Uh, But uh, we should try and understand from Scripture what the characteristics are and, and respect all the devotees who are teaching Krishna consciousness. It's not that by accepting initiation then they think, oh, yeah, my guru is the best. He must be the best because he initiated me. <laughs> so he must be the best because only the best for me. And all the others, you know, they're, they're all inferior because they're disciples of other gurus. Now, they, they're not so intelligent as me. To I, I worked out who the best is. Very neophyte attitudes, which don't help. It's it's almost like there's so many people they quote Kabir, and their their understanding of guru is coming from Kabir or something. Try to understand, try to study the characteristics of devotees as described in Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charitamrita. On that basis, go forward, not just some fanaticism. People become more attached to the external. Keeping a picture, keeping the photo, then what is he, how is his smile? Hearing, hearing. Try to hear. The whole process is based on hearing. And from hearing naturally comes service. Because we're talking about surrender to Krishna, which and which means that one should one's activities should be in Krishna's service. We are serving the people like who are not actually Christian. You are serving demons and meat eaters. And, and simultaneously we are uh, trying to... And simultaneously trying to be Christian consciousness. Christian consciousness. So yeah, it's a funny... Way. It, it's not a very... Uh, intrinsically, it's not a very uh, favorable situation for serving Krishna to be working for 
People, you don't even know who they are most of the time. You may not even know their names. Yeah. Who even owns the company? And working in bad association, long hours, everything's unfavorable. But somehow or other, people come to Krishna conscious more in this situation. <laughs> so it's a funny mixture. Krishna's mercy works in funny ways. <laughs> hmm? Well, you can learn at every moment. One thing you should learn is that... Uh, where, we, where we will be landing. Where will you land? Him. Well, if you chant Hare Krishna, you have already landed at the lotus feet of Krishna. <laughs> One thing that should be obvious is that uh, the nature of material hopes, because before coming to the Gulf, everyone is very hopeful that everything's going to be so wonderful, I'm going to be earning money and living a better life, but doesn't take long to realize that it's definitely not Swarga Loka and that the tensions, the anxieties, the pressure, the strain, that it's just done in a, in a slightly more comfortable environment, that's all. But otherwise, the, mentally one is suffering as much as one was in India and maybe other added difficulties also. So really the only shelter is Krishna. So the, the difficulties of the situation can be an impetus for us to surrender to Krishna. So in that way it's good. Time? Yes, ma'am. All right.